Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everybody, welcome to Unlocking the Magic. And on today's show, we are talking about our favorite things about Epcot. Excellent. But before we get into that, do you like listening to audiobooks? We've teamed up with Audible to give you a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash magic. Try to get that out of the way quick. (laughs) Excellent. Okay. So let's get started. What if I don't like Epcot? Uh, Then we can't be friends. We actually, we can't be married. (laughs) Friends. That's awkward. (laughs) Sorry. I always make it awkward. Sorry, I don't know how else. I don't know how not to make it off. I agree, because if we, if we, if I didn't like Epcot, I couldn't be friends with myself. Exactly. So, I think that I would, I would try to narrow it down to maybe like five or six things that we like about Epcot, because I know that there's going to be a lot on your list. But let's just. There's actually seventy-two things. I thought the show was seventy-two things I like about Epcot. No, it's eighty-nine. Oh. <laughs> Why eighty-nine? I don't know. Oh. So right. obviously, obviously Epcot, one of our favorite parks, you have to carve out some time to go check out Epcot. It's a huge park. And the one thing people I know love about Epcot from the start is obviously the food and the food options at Epcot. Yes. So definitely I want to talk about that and then what are our favorites there. And So know, we're just going to have 10... 10- things to combine or do you have five i have five or as usual it goes like you have seven and i have three yeah let's just wing it okay (laughs) so i'm gonna start shoot all right no shoot i dropped my pen i wasn't saying go first one of my favorite things about epcot believe it or not and this might not be on your list but actually is the firework show at the end of the night it's the firework illuminations it's called it's called actually illuminations reflections of earth and that was something that the first three or four I'm actually offended that you said that's not on my list i don't think it's on your list because i just don't think there's so many things that you can love about epcot i didn't think that that would be because the fireworks because you have to wait till the end of the night you know i don't like waiting yeah maybe but i yeah maybe actually (laughs) But uh, but most people think that, you know, the the fireworks in the Magic Kingdom are spectacular on its own and amazing. So you kind of have, if you have seen those, you kind of, not that you're fireworked out, but it's kind of like, okay, well, I already saw that. I don't need to see anything else. So we had never really, I don't even know if we've really ever stayed that late in the evening, or maybe we were back at the other part of the park where is more towards Future World because the... The reflection show is around the countries. Yeah, you know what? Epcot closes a little a little later, so usually we don't. We've always had younger children, so we didn't really last till ten or eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, well, I did, but they didn't. Right. <laughs> Please. Plus, so right, then they've walked forty-seven miles around Epcot. So. Well, this is back when before we knew that you could take the boat ride. I mean, we knew you could. Oh, take... That's on my list, man. Okay, I'm not gonna jump into it. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, illuminations reflection of earth it's really an incredible light show that happens right on the it's around the world showcase lagoon 
And it's a story, sort of. It's it's about how it's the story of Earth and how the Earth was born. And it's just like this crazy light fireworks fire show that is nothing like I've ever seen before. And I am so happy that we discovered this and stayed one night late. And it's going to be my must-do every time I go to Epcot. It's really amazing. I get chills just thinking about how beautiful the show was. And the kids were immersed, you know. It wasn't just, I mean, fireworks are great, don't get me wrong, but it was more than that. And I, I really loved the music and the whole thing. So that's something that you don't see anywhere other than Epcot. I agree. You know what I liked about these fireworks is that it kind of encompasses the whole area. They like this fire yeah. along the edges of the water and is in the water and it's all around. So and, and they, even like the lanterns in the in the countries light up. It's really cool. It just is. Glad like I a... waited. Yeah, I know. Like everything kind of pieces together and it's like, oh, I get it. Like it just kind of takes all the countries as one, you know, yeah. it's pretty cool. So that's definitely a must do. And one of the things I love about Epcot um, that, that that most people, I think, miss. Agreed. When down there. I would rather go to Epcot a little later, maybe not later in the day, but maybe just pace myself a little bit better. And I know you're going to talk about one of the things that you love about it, but I just want to say utilize what Bruce is going to talk about because <laughs> I already can read your mind. What, what was I going to talk about? The boats. Oh, yeah. that's. The, I'll just say that right now. Let's just get into it. That's one of the things I love. And this was a surprising fact for me um, because I don't <laughs> – I know I keep saying I don't like waiting around, but I'm always like if they're going to have to wait for the boat to come to you, why don't we just walk over there? You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, let's Every- just walk. I don't want to wait for the boat. Let's just walk over there. Well, it was going to take two seconds. Let's go. But – you made me wait, and it was so much easier to just take the boat across. And then you can walk a couple countries, take the boat diagonally. You know, it's you save yourself so much energy by doing that. And the boat itself is sort of like not only a, a relaxing part of the day, but it's actually like an attraction in on its own. The kids love it. We love it. Something about being on the boat itself and just kind of going across the lake just rejuvenates you right you get to sit down for a few minutes but you're actually doing something while you're sitting down yeah exactly it's not boring or whatever and i highly highly recommend that because like like bruce says it just seems easier to just walk around or like why wait for the boat but utilize the boat it's a great addition to the countries in order for you to get a real good feeling and sense of epcot you really should utilize those and that's one of the things i love about it not a lot of places, not a lot of theme parks have, you know, sort of an inner, you know, connection like that. And it was very well thought out and very pretty. Agreed. So my other thing is going, going to be, and I, I feel like a lot of people go down to Epcot and they don't see this uh, a lot. Will you talk that, to them when you're down there? What's that? Stop people and be like, hey, did you see that? <laughs> I want to. They're like, no, nope, I didn't weird? see that. Thank you for pointing that out to me. I'm going to do that this time. I'm going to go next time, next time we come down. I'm going to. I'm videotaping that. Yeah, do it. You just do that. Take a show where we just videotape and you just stop people. Hey, do you, did you know this? <laughs> You'd be like, I did, you weirdo. Can you please stop talking to me? <laughs> They're holding their kids tighter. Like, come here, Sue. Really? What is that over there? And they just run away. <laughs> oh, my God. So one of the things I love about Epcot, obviously the countries are amazing and beautiful just every detail that are put into all the countries are just such a sensory, like just gorgeous. But one of the things that I really didn't take the time until recently is really checking inside some of these 
lands and countries, the shows that are are produced there. So you go into one of if my. You say the French show. I'm going to hurt you. I like the French show, but my favorite is no. It's because I it's on my list. It is. Yeah, I like the French one. So my favorite is inside the America, the American Adventure, which is in America, and I, I think this was something we had always skipped because you find that maybe you take it for granted. The America, there's just so many other countries to see that you might want to be more uh, you're attracted to because you just don't generally get to see them. But something about the America that we actually took our time one day, and our daughter got chosen to participate in this little sort of. Uh, show as they sang and it was in this beautiful hall inside the America um, pavilion and a really great show that I really don't think I I guess I, I just might have taken it for granted again I, I was probably not something I would stop normally and check out and I really love that about Epcot I think they've done a wonderful job you know what pulled us in I think we were waiting outside Probably for somebody to go to the bathroom or something. And uh, they were actually having the – they started outside, and then they kind of pulled you in. Mm. And then that's why we noticed them. Like, hey, let's go check it out. It was, you know, they were playing some cool music and singing, and we watched it, and it was actually pretty fun. It's not a very long show. It's like a 15- or 20-minute show, but it's just – it's really adorable, cute. It's great if you get your kids involved and they, they choose a show. And they pretty they, – they happen pretty often throughout the day. You can check out the list beforehand at the park so you can kind of coordinate or just do it like we do and kind of wing it and fall into it at that point, you know. But definitely something that I love about Epcot is the fact that they do so many little details like that. Like it's beyond the, you know, architecture of the countries. And it's actually they pull these actors together and make you really feel like you've been transported to another land. And I love that about Epcot. So what's your next one? My next one is the French schmovie. Schmovie. Not not schmovie. <laughs> movie. French what movie. That? I don't know what a schmovie is, but it's probably pretty cool too. Um, we actually stumbled onto this one because we were walking around. We checked out the French bakery, which is probably not on my list, but it should be a must-do. Um, and we saw this movie. I think it was hot out that day. We kind of wanted some AC, and we just wanted to sit down, sit down in a cool atmosphere. And then we went into this French movie, and it's a movie about France. And it's actually a twenty-minute movie. And it was actually pretty entertaining. Yeah, I think it's kind of underrated. Oh See? God, low that's expectations. Your... Back to that's my low own... expectations. Every episode, rental cars and low expectations. What's going on, with me? I don't know, but it's sort of a theme you stuck stuck with, and it hasn't been able to leave you. I know. I'm gonna be known as the rental car low expectation guy. Exactly. All right, you can't talk about how much you love or the things you love about Epcot without going into food. Come on. I know. That's well, we're only on number four, so I figured I'd get the those out of the way, and now my next six are about food. So save the best for last, I guess. Best for last, yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, you're going to Epcot. Make sure that you visit and you really take the time to dine at some of these amazing restaurants, quick service areas. Even if you're just getting a snack. Check it out. It's not what you think, especially in areas like Mexico. All those areas are actually authentic Mexican food that you're not going to find, you know, anywhere else. It's unless you go to Mexico. Right. <laughs> you know, so the whole thing. Which I ain't going there because I don't want to get kidnapped. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What? I can't. I can't even. I just dropped the mic. 
I just can't. Well, people get kidnapped in Mexico. You didn't know about that? No. So moving on. I don't get kidnapped in Epcot. That's for sure. <laughs> moving on. Okay. The, 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 you know, number one thing obviously is the dining. And I, you know, the food and wine festival, everything that Epcot kind of stands for is in the countries. It really comes together from, you know, their, the food, you know, you really feel the essence of each country when you actually immerse yourself and dine at one of these places. We've eaten at a lot of them. Um, you know, we've eaten in France, we've, we've eaten in Mexico, Morocco, and they're all super great, super unique. Uh, even, you know, like this one isn't really in a, in a, um, this is in future world. This is not even a part of the, um, countries, but the coral reef restaurant, I was really impressed with just the whole setting and theming of the restaurant. The food was delicious. I really loved that. It's something that I always wanted to try because I'm not even going to go in that. that <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to tell you. <laughs> I feel like a dork. Yeah. So we're just going to skip that. We're not going to talk about it. No, talk about it. It's from Full House when they go into the coral oh, reef. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you were going to talk about that. <laughs> That's what I want. Let's going to skip it. Jeepers. Oh, Jesse anyway. again, huh? <laughs> so, you know, obviously that's one of the best things about Epcot that I love. And I get so excited and we kind of sort of hoard all our dining dollars until Epcot. It's dining like, dollars? You know, on our dining plan. Oh, okay. We sort of hoard all our, our, our credits so that we can really maximize them in Epcot and really get a lot of snacks at all the different countries, you know, get a bakery dessert in France for the end of the night with your cappuccino and watch illuminations, all of that, you know, um, quick service at the, at the Mexico pavilion. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, take it easy. One at a time. I'm getting so hungry. So <laughs> yeah. what you number four? What was your number four? I don't know. You just said 30 things there. Well, I'm talking about the food because I think we should really go into, you know, one of the things that I love about Epcot, and I think that everyone's going to agree with me out there, this is the reason why you go to Epcot a lot, is the food. So I'm just going to generalize it. I'm not going to go into every restaurant for my favorites if, or for what I love, but you can. So is it my turn now? <laughs> yeah, it's your turn. You sure? I'm sure. All right. So one of the things that I love about Epcot is the Coca-Cola experience. Oh, I forgot about that. That's like a must. You got to do it. It's such a, so nostalgic. You remember going there as a kid. Well, I don't, but you probably do, or anybody who goes there. And, like, you just go and you try out all the different flavors of Coke that they have. You know, Coke from Israel or Coke from a place in Africa. And it's it's just pretty cool to see the different types of flavors that are popular in those countries and how it would never work in this country. I love doing that. I love taking the kids. And it seems like no matter how many times we go – they always kind of forget the experience and always try all these different flavors. And That's so, because we don't give them soda. So, like, they get water all day and they have to go in there and drink tons of soda. It's true. Because they're going to be walking around all day. They don't need soda during the day, but they get to go in there and binge. Except they give you those little teeny tiny cups. It's like a shot of soda. It is, but they love it so much that it's like an experience – they could probably sit there all day if we have to, like, move them along. Yeah, you get from Mozambique, Costa Rica, Italy, Japan, Israel, Mexico, China, and Germany. Now, do you, I'm not going to tell our listeners which one, but there is one that definitely puts a sour face on everybody's. Which one is it? 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil the beans. Just, just say gonna, it. They have to go just, try it. Just gonna have to try it for themselves. But because every time I go, the kids forget, and so do you. So I'm not even gonna say it because then you're gonna have it, and then you're not gonna try it. So. I'll forget right now. I know the one from Israel is good. I think it's uh. There oh, are a lot. Not, not it's not Israel. There's one. There's one from uh. One of them. Oh yeah, Israel. The the uh, lemon one from Israel is like Sprite kind of. That one's really refreshing and yeah. that. It's my first one that I go to. The ginger ale from Mozambique's not bad either. What the heck one are you talking about then? I'm not telling you. <laughs> I'm not because you're just going to go back to this episode and you're going to listen to it and no one's going to try it again. Well, but I'll, I have to go back and try it now. All right. I gotta, I'll be right back. I'm going to go try them. All right. Go ahead. I'm going to go try so to get some. with the show. Yeah. Everyone just likes to listen to me anyway. Well, that's the only person that talks really. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Moving on again. All right. Let's go. What number are we on? That was number five. So you're on number six. So I'm number six. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So one of my well, one of my favorite things about Epcot really is the Future World whole pavilion, the whole area of Future World, and this because, you know, as a child growing up, that's kind of where my memories started. I just thought it was so cool to have that Inventions area and Journey into Figment area all sort of like so futuristic and I love bringing the kids there and just kind of immersing in that experience. I just can't say enough about that part of Epcot. I really love how they, they just make you feel like everything is so out of this world. What if type thing that, um, you know, ultimately all these things that they put together end up coming, like end up happening. It's weird. Like when you go into spaceship earth and at the end they have you in the future, yeah, or when your daughter hits German by accident and then the whole thing is in German. Oh, yeah. You have no clue what they're saying, but you look at the pictures and you can kind of guess. Be careful if you bring your four-year-old on that and she gets excited about pressing all the buttons in the yeah. beginning. Well, I know yeah. I know how to do the uh, that in German now, so. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. So it's always, like, the whole tour was in German, so when you going oh, yeah. through. The whole oh. thing was German. No way. Way. That's hilarious. So you actually traveled back to the dawn of recorded history in German. Yep. The Greeks were speaking German. <laughs> That's great. Well, I just think that whole part of Epcot is one of my favorite things about it. I love that futuristic feel that the park has. I mean, it's. I love what I love about Epcot is that there's. it feels like there's two parks in one because you have the future world side and then you have the countryside. So you really feel like you've done and seen so much when you're there. And that's something that I really, really love about Epcot. Is it my turn now? Yes. Mine is to check out the weird snacks in Japan. The weird snacks in Japan so cool. I can't believe that's not on my list. And every time we go, I every- want to buy something, but I never buy anything because I'm never quite sure what I'm buying. <laughs> and I want to get something. I'm like, oh, this looks good. And then you find another package and you're really just basically going by what the package looks like and what kind of funny picture they have on the front. Cause you have no clue what it says or anything about it. Is you it really squishy? Don't. Is it hard? Is it, is it what kind of characters on the front? Is there anything in English on this? <laughs> you know? And then you kind of like, but then you can never buy anything cause you never know what to do. Yeah, no, you don't. And, but I, I love- think I bought something last time we bought something and the oh, kids did. did. And it was like, I forget what it was, but it was, it was, it was okay. Wasn't it like a jelly candy? I think I bought jelly candy one time and I did not like it. Yeah. Oh. But then it was uh the girls bought something last time. It was almost like uh Skittles kind of. Oh yes. Japanese. It was probably like squid 
so going into that, so in Japan is my favorite place, which is the shopping area. So there's right. they have like the candy area, the candy shop that's like a really small one, and then a huge facility with all these spa, cool spa products from Japan. It's there, like some of the stuff, it's like, it seems so, I mean, first of all, everyone's beautiful in Japan. So obviously in my mind, I'm like, I have to buy these, these beauty products. Like they, they, they must be the best ever. Right. But they're like cool, like scalp treatment stuff. And I, I know that you, you draw, you like make, you kind of. Puts me snoring. What did I do? I'm talking about beauty supplies and stuff. It's a Disney thought, show, man. That's what ends up happening in there too. You're like, you get, you get so frustrated. I gotta go walk outside and get sushi. No, that's what ends up happening. Yeah, because I can't wait two seconds. I don't want to wait two seconds while you get scalp treatments. So cool, the stuff that they sell there you can't find anywhere. And kids and I love it. Like they have like little massaging, rolling things for your feet, which you desperately need. There is Absolutely. a cool. Can I butt in here because you're boring everybody? All right, God. <laughs> Nobody cares about that stuff. At least I, I don't. So I'm moving on. This is our I, show. I'm involved. So there's a cool spot, actually. If you go walk up the stairs, if you go out that shop area, you walk up the stairs, there's like a cool spot where you can stand, have your kids stand, and they can, if you take a picture there, you can almost look like you're holding the the Epcot, what's it called? The Epcot Globe? Are you kidding me right now? Yeah. You're kidding me, right? Just say it. What is it? I, I, I can't think of it right now. It's Spaceship Earth. And Spaceship I'm- Earth. Yeah, thank you. Smiling for divorce right now. <laughs> um, but you can have your kids like hold it in their hand or hold it up. If they're real small kids like we had, they were holding it above their head. And it's a really cool photo spot. Kind of a or photo kids, spot. Or as the kids would say, the golf ball. Exactly. I almost said golf ball, but I didn't want to embarrass myself. God. Well, I think that's a cool photo op that I didn't know existed until recently. And we do have a few pictures that we can post on our site that will show the neat ways that you can do that. It's sort of like tucked away up up high in, in japan you have to walk up the stairs and there's a place you can get sushi up top so if you're walking up to get the sushi place as there's tables halfway up and right at the way those tables are it's kind of you can walk down the back side and that's where it is right there our oldest held our hand out and it looked like it looked like spaceship earth was in our palm it was yeah so it, was, cute. it was a good picture so now it's my turn and i don't I, even know what number we're on i don't even record in the show yeah okay so my one of my favorite things about Epcot, this experience, some may like it, some may think it's boring, but I love it. And every time we go to Epcot, I can't wait to go on here. It's the attraction called Living with the Land. And it's in the Land Pavilion. It's that huge pavilion sort of on the right-hand side as you enter Epcot. Um, huge, because that's where they have also uh, a lot of like, no, right soaring. So this attraction, which right now actually it's um, just being closed for refurbishment for a few days. I wonder why, but um, this one picking the garden. Yeah, well, this one here it's just like makes you really appreciate. I don't know what it is. I'm not. I'm not. This might come to a surprise as Bruce, but I'm not really. I don't really have a green thumb. I'm not. I don't really garden. I really want. (laughs) I really want to. When I'm in here, I feel so amazed by the things that they grow. That they grow coffee, tomato. I mean, just things that you really haven't seen before, and the way they grow it. Which what I thought was so cool is that they actually produce these this food for one of the restaurants in Epcot, which I thought was so neat that they actually 
not only grow the, these food items, but we actually get to eat these things in, um, the, it's actually from uh, the Garden Grill in Epcot. And I think that I just love the ride. It's it's a, it's a it's a you sit on a little boat ride sort of thing, an attraction. And it takes you through this greenhouse basically, and there's a little sort of movie um, in the beginning, and it kind of talks to you, you know, teaches everyone about like just the environment and that storms what, and you know stuff like that. Well, things that are important for the environment and stuff. But um, what fascinates me really is that the kids really like it too. And yeah. It's like it's like educational, and it seems like something that. If it was in a classroom, they'd be bored out of their mind. It is neat to go around as the boat goes around. You get to see how all the like all the different vegetables that they're growing, and they have names of them. So not only do you get to see them, but you get to see what they're like the name of them. So you kind of you see them in the grocery store, but you never really see how they're grown. Yeah, it's actually they. I mean, you don't get really you don't like see Mickey watermelons in the grocery store, but you see watermelons. <laughs> but they grow these things like you in unique ways, which is like on trees and that are in soil less environments and they're trying to discover ways that they can plant and grow food that, you know, are having droughts and situations like that, which is starting to be more and more common. It's really amazing the way they can do this. And like I said before, it's like more, it's more educational, but I don't know. I love it. The kids love it. It's a nice half hour break from walking and kind of, Going to, you know, usually everyone wants to go to Soren, I get it, and, you know, test track and all that. But this is what I love about Epcot is that it's the park as a whole is very educational. And I feel like I'm not only entertained, but learning something. And I like that. So you can pull your kids out of school for a week and not feel guilty. Cool. <laughs> right in the teacher, though, know, we went to Epcot. We're yeah. all set. We know how we can grow watermelons. We're good. <laughs> All right. So my so, next one is actually something that the listeners may not ever get to experience. What's that? Seeing you going on. Um, Me? Yeah. What? Guess which one I want to see you go on. Me? Yeah, you. I can't think of anything right now. I don't know. I feel like Mission you. to Mars. Oh. The anticipation of you watching you go on Mission to Mars is the best experience anyone's ever going to have at Disney. Listen, that is a... So if anybody's in Disney when we're there, we'll tweet out when we're there. And if you want to meet us and have the best laugh of your life, <laughs> come on Mission to Mars with us. I'm so happy I can entertain everyone just by being me. Our six-year-old daughter is less fearful of that than you are. Literally six-year-old and last feel for they are the cast members here are so in character that from the moment you step into this attraction you really feel like you're heading into space and i was having quite the anxiety attack with my sister-in-law <laughs> <We, laughs> i'm laughing about it as we speak because we chose the mild version they make it seem worse than it is though it's not that the bad mild, the mild version was fine yeah it was more so like the anticipation well because they make of, it they're like there's signs everywhere do you not like like you're walking through the hallways and you're like oh i'm gonna go on a ride do you not like small spaces do you not like to get spun do you not like and you're like oh my god where the heck am i going yeah. I, I think I'm, i think i'm gonna get off this ride i didn't even get on yet i know they do i know they do that to prepare you but i think that like there's a point where you're over prepared yeah and for people like you they over prepare you for that 
Well, the less intense one, I highly recommend for those that are not quite into the thrill-seeking ride or are feeling. I mean, it was a little claustrophobic. It was. I, I do agree with that. That is, it, it's way. It was way more claustrophobic than I anticipated it being. Well, you're a big guy too, so stuffing you in there, it might have been. I do like while you're driving though, reaching over and messing up with the kids' stuff on their thing. They get freaked out when you do that. Because <laughs> they have like their own mission, so you're. Told. And they think it's serious. Like, we, we really have to do this. And, like, you mess up with their controls and they get all freaked out. Because, again, everybody's so in character from the moment you board that you really feel like the like the one little error is going to, like, devastate the But anyway, experience. no one will get to see that because unless they go with us, they won't get to see it. But, you know, we'd like to see if you, like, you'll send us some videos of your freakouts. <laughs> you know, if That'd be mom, so fun. If your mom or sister or whatever freaks out as you go on a ride, send us that video. We'll put it on our website and tweet it out for you. Oh, God. I'm sure awesome. Email us. Info at unlockingthemagic.com. Send us your freak out videos. We want to see them. Oh, gosh. Freak out videos. They're highly, highly anticipated freak out videos. All right. So next time we go, we'll tweet out when we're there. You can come see Connie freak out as she go on Mission Mod. I'll make her go on the, 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 uh, the less mild one. Oh, great. All right. So what's your next one? Did I agree to that? You just did. You said, oh, great. Oh, gosh. All right. So I feel like my next one has to be, we already kind of talked about it, but it has to be um, Spaceship Earth. It's at the beginning. Did we talk about that already? Yeah, we already talked about it, but I really didn't get into it. I just talked about, like, the, the experience as a whole at Epcot was Future World and just the whole part of separate part of the two areas of the um, countries and future world and that spaceship Earth's in there. We talked about the photo op spaceship earth, but we didn't really talk about spaceship earth itself. And at the beginning at the, um, at the future world, at the beginning of the park, it's the first thing you literally see when you walk in through the gate. So it's hard to miss. And there's a lot of great photo opportunities at the beginning of the park. I definitely highly recommend getting them. But I think it sets the tone for the whole day. I know, Bruce, there's been some times where, because it can be busy in the morning, because it's it's the first attraction, so there might be a line. But it's a fast-moving ride because it can fit a lot of people in one sort of train um, that goes up into Spaceship Earth. So it does, the line moves really quick. But if you're like Bruce and you're, you know, want to get to the next thing and don't really want to wait in line, then maybe you should kind of step aside and do something else. But I think it's important to do it first because it sets the tone. And next time we go, I'm going to make Bruce. <laughs> I like that ride. No, I really, I really like the attraction. I like doing it at the beginning of the day, and I like doing it again at the end of the day. I think it's really cool. Again, it's educational. It's really cool to travel back into history and see the Greeks, the Romans, everything the way. It's just really lifelike audio animatronics. And just the narration and everything is, is pretty neat. It hasn't changed much since I was a kid. Um, you know, I have same photos from 1990, you know, when I was there, uh, and they're pretty similar, but it just never gets old. I can't explain why, but I really love it. And I definitely think it's one of the, my favorite things. It's the sort of the, you know, the landmark of Epcot is Spaceship Earth. So if any of you out there calls the big golf ball, please try not to. Yeah. Don't do that. Call the, <laughs> call the, whatever I just called it earlier. Yeah, you can, that's acceptable. Yeah. But, um, you know, don't be discouraged by the line in the beginning of the day and really just try it out because uh, it just sets the tone for that 
for that. So I get number 10? I get the last one? Yeah, I guess so. All right, so mine is Christmas at Epcot. Aww. I love seeing the big Christmas tree and all the Christmas decorations and all the poinsettias they have and the flowers that they have into, you know, the shapes of the Mickey and Minnie Mouse. And I just love the way that they decorate for the holidays. I love the Christmas music they play. Just the whole atmosphere during Christmas time is awesome there. I think that it comes alive in a different light during the holidays that if you're lucky enough to go down during the holidays and actually see these things, it's really, really, really beautiful. Um, they actually do um, a candlelight. Um... This is mine, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I'm just joking with you. <laughs> they do a candlelight. <laughs> Candlelight processional at certain uh, times of the year. It's it's right before Christmas time. It's usually at the end of November and it starts, and then it goes into a well past Christmas, but like the end of the month. And um, there's it's just a beautiful fifty piece orchestra and choir. It's just a it's a really great place to be for the holidays. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. I like how they just decorate the whole place in Christmas stuff, and it, it, they do a good job of it. They really do. The Christmas tree there, we have so many great photos with the kids, and it, they're one of our best um, pictures are at that Christmas tree that they have. Yeah, that Christmas but, tree doesn't look so big when you're in the beginning of Epcot, but as you walk up to it, the the the, the bulbs are like basketballs. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. It's the humongous. Way. Yeah. It's no, enormous. It's really, it's really Boy, the elf would love that. Yeah, that's true. We can go on and on about our favorite things about Epcot, but these are, I think, I think our... we just did. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's true. But I think that these wrap up most of them. You know, I think that everyone can get a good sense of, like, what to expect when they're down there and maybe just take the time to think of their day at Epcot. So well, my my whole thing, if you're on the dining plan, maybe save some of your quick service snacks, your quick service meals and snacks for... Because, again, with the dining plan, you don't have to... You, you can... You can use your credits at any time. You can use 10 in one day if you wanted to. So, Which I've done. Which Bruce has done. You know, really explore the countries. Really maybe pre-plan. Find out what are offered for some of the snacks. I know that we've been into some of the areas in here and actually got, like, souvenirs. Um, for snacks? Can't... That's amazing. Yeah, it's true. I got my mother the Werther's candies. Oh, yeah, was, that's like, right. Package. And so she got to bring it home. It was, like, a nice – it was a, considered a snack. I think it was, like – six dollars if she were to paid for it but she had the dining credit and um anyway so definitely think about that and pace yourself don't try to run country to country take the boats really get to see both sides of it the kids really love the future world side because there are a lot of attractions over there and you know um wrap it up lorraine well what i was gonna say is there's a few attractions in the um, countries area, but if one of them is actually being refer well changed, it used to be uh, Maelstroms, and now cool. I love that. So I can't wait to see what they're doing there now. Doing um, they do yeah Frozen, but I think the the attraction itself is not changing much. Like I think they might keep like the Viking boat and all that, which I thought is so cool. It's it something it unexpected. Cool. Yeah. We probably walked by that a hundred times and never ever realized that there was uh, an attraction in there. Same within the same within the Mexican pavilion. You never really know that there's I mean, you don't you do if you go in there, but you never think that there's a boat ride in there. You never but I think that a lot of people just walk past the countries and they're like, Oh, that's nice. Yeah, we saw 
we saw Germany, we saw, you know, but no, you actually have to go in these places and these countries. Yeah, and really... Every single country has something unique. So you got to go in there and explore. Yeah. Don't be afraid to kind of wander through. You'll be surprised at what you find. Um, they're not just backdrops to other stuff. So take your time, pace yourself. It's a big park. You're going to end up walking a ton. So, it, you know, you can see everything in a day if you really wanted to, but it's really nice to kind of pace yourself and actually explore the two separate areas um, in two days. But All right. Well, there you have it. So that's going to do it for today's show. Bruce, tell everybody about that cool list that I made. Well, Connie made the ultimate packing list. And you can find it at unlockingthemagic.com. There'll be a big button there that says download this. Not download, but get the ultimate packing list. And, you know, she's perfected our packing list over the 2,700 times we've been to Disney. Every year we forget something. But guess what? The next year, we don't forget yeah, exactly. Every year we add something to the list because every year and, we add, we figure out something else we forgot. Exactly. So, so Connie list- whips out that spreadsheet and says, you know what? Next year we're not forgetting that. Nope. So now there's 4,000 things on it and you can have it for free. <laughs> Yay. All you got to do is go to unlockingthemagic.com, press the button that says download the ultimate packing list, put your email in there and we'll email it to you for free. Awesome. Also, give us a five-star rating on re- review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. We're on both. Uh, you can go to unlockingthemagic.com. This is episode... And you get the show notes there. What episode is this? I try, You try to get away with that by, by blur, making a... Yeah, I've seen if anybody <laughs> noticed that. Oh, gosh. Um, just go to unlockingthemagic.com, whatever episode comes up first, whenever you're listening to this. Just go there and click on the iTunes thing. It's on all of them. Five-star review. That would be yeah. awesome. It would help us grow the show. We're actually getting some more reviews now. I know I just told somebody today that on the next episode I'd give them a shout-out, but I forgot my phone again. Oh, jeez. So definitely on the next show, we will give anybody who gives us a five-star review a shout-out. Connie, remind me to do that, please. Yes, dear. And then also we're doing a listener email show. So if you have any questions that you want us to answer, uh, email us at info at unlockingthemagic.com. And we will answer those on a future episode. We have like three or four or five questions already. Yep. A lot of fun to answer. I can't wait. Yep. Excellent. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. Just don't ask us about Universal because nobody cares. (laughs) That's the truth. All right. Until the next episode. Bye, everybody. See ya.